listening to Halloween Unleashed. What did you do with Marnie? She's on the cutting room floor. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the cutting room floor. Uh, today's going to be a bit of an experimental episode. Uh, if everything goes well, it's going to become a monthly segment where we're going to have uh, just a member of the horror community to come on, talk about their love of the genre, and show off some of their collection. Today, our first guest is going to be Mr. Matthew Gross. How are you doing today, sir? I'm pretty damn well. How are you doing, sir? Thank you for having me on. I can't complain. I'm, I'm glad to have you on, and I'm hoping this works out well. I know you've got a lot of great pieces we're going to talk about today. Um, how excited are you for this? Um, oh man, you know, I'm pretty damn excited. I'm almost as lit up as a Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm that excited. <laughs> uh, what, what got you into horror? You know, I've talked about my, my me getting into the genre a hundred times. What was that thing that got you into, in, into horror movies? I gotta say, uh, my two oldest brothers, I got three oldest, bro- uh, three older brothers and the two oldest, you know, my first, uh, the head honcho brother, Jeremy, uh, he introduced me to Silver Bullet when I was a really young kid, and that movie scared the shit out of me. And, you know, after that experience, after that being scared, that's kind of got me into it. Then my other brother, Dustin, really got me into it more when I would be at the video store, and my I would be with my dad, and he'll be renting Friday the 13th all the time for my brother, and I would see those movies just the covers and the back of the covers and it would just give me that rush like oh my god that that looks frightening and the rest is history man that, that, yeah i just and that too man that's an awesome part six mask right there by the way jason lives oh speaking of that yeah tomorrow is friday the 13th hell yeah oh yeah time of recording this was uh thursday september 12th so this will likely be coming out uh, so, uh, as a recording right now, tomorrow we'll be dropping an interview with uh, a pretty big name as far as the Friday the 13th universe goes. Uh, so I'm hoping when this drops, the reception will have been pretty good with that one. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> so what would you say if you had a favorite genre, uh, genre favorite, uh, franchise, what would it be? Friday, Halloween, Jaws? See, those two are great. How All of them. I, I gotta say Friday the 13th, man. Uh, when I was younger... I really love Michael Myers. I love the Halloween. But then as I got older, Friday 13th, Jason, I just just went for it all, man. Freaking the kills, just the way Jason walked around, the hockey mask, too. But I have a love for all of them, you know? Nightmare on Elm Street, Hell, like all that stuff. What's your favorite Friday movie? Part two. I, uh, I, I got to say part two. Uh, even though it's not the hockey mask, but you know, it just it was right after part one, the, after Pamela, and then Jason comes along, and still at camp. I like it that Jason, you know, there's counselors, and I love that theme of the Friday mo- movies. That is certainly something that that later movies definitely stray stray away from. After you know, part six there's not really any more counselors. Um, yes, even part four doesn't have any. It's just people, you know, like adjacent. And, you know, yeah. a lot of people say, you know, like Steve Dash wasn't a great Jason. Well, to me, 
you can't outdo the original. You know, like this is the guy that he was the first one. Like he set the standard. So you yes. can't. I'm not saying that there weren't better movies and better performances, but I think like when people say that Nick Castle's not the best Michael Myers, that's just wrong. He's the first one. He said exactly for everybody else, and there were great ones after him. But mm -hmm. just like I thought, Steve Dash did a great job. I think Part Two was one of those that, especially at the time, wasn't received great. You know, everyone said, "Oh, it's just the Elephant Man" or whatever. But I, it, right. it's top five for me for sure. Oh hell yeah, definitely. And speak of like Part like of five, like when I was younger, I didn't even appreciate Part Five. But now that I'm older, that's in my like my top like. Five of the series, actually. Part five, I think, is very underrated in the series, too. When, you know, people say, oh, Jason wasn't in it. But, you know, oh, spoiler alert, if nobody's ever seen it. <laughs> well, I don't care what anybody says. Part five holds a special place in my heart. I don't know why yep. it is. Because it was, I, think, I remember distinctly the first time I watched it. I had gotten into Friday the 13th. I'd watched part three. That was my first one. And then me and all my buddies, they had watched part five without me, so they made me watch it alone in my buddy's basement at two in the morning. And so Friday yeah. five, first one I watched by myself in the seventh grade. I was like, this is great. Love it. Love everything about it. The mask looks awesome. And that was actually the first time I ever tried to make a hockey mask with some crimson <laughs> red spray paint and some purple <laughs> chevron put on it in my buddy's shed. Shit, dude. Nice. That sounds like an awesome time, man. Who's your favorite Jason? My favorite Jason? As far as actors to play him. Uh, I mean, I, I got to go with the Kane Hodder. I mean, I mean, I have to go with Kane. I mean, I met him. He's a cool guy. I met CJ, too. I love CJ's, uh, Graham's performance in Part 6, too. I mean, I thought he was pretty damn good. Part 6 is my favorite one. And I think by that token, I like C.J. Graham a lot more. But that's the thing. I think a lot of people give Kane a bad rap because, to be fair to him, he was in some of the the less popular movies. You know, part nine right. and ten were not well-received. And I think he gets some of the flack for that. But that's not for him not, not trying. He was a great Jason in, in seven. He was fucking terrifying in part eight. And I think he really would have done good if they put him in Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, Ken was good, but I, but hey, they did what they did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't blame them. They're going to do what they do. Yep. <laughs> so I know you've got some pretty badass pieces that you want to talk about. What's the first one that's up on the list? Oh, well, I think I'm going to start with uh, where I started with uh, Matthew Reed's work at House of Horror Productions uh, with my H4s uh, here. Uh, Matt, our alumni, our first guest and first artist interview. Love you, Matt. You're a great dude. Yep, and big shout out, Matt. You are a hell of a guy, and I thank you for everything you've done for me so far. I can't wait for the Don at age five. I can't wait for that one. And I've got the proto of that already paid for and on order. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> Congrats, man. Congrats, though. Just like with the DP. Matt. Oh, man. Matt does such good age four work. Oh, hell yeah. And I got two uh, more, as you know, on order from him for the v, uh, V4R, I believe it's called. What does, uh, which is that, the, is that the Vincent Drug H4 or is that the standard V4? This is my uh, Brady version I had him do with the small, like, yes. Kirk cut like eyes with the eye mesh and blonde misted hair. 
Love that. Man, that's um, good. Yeah, man. My first, that's all I did. I typed in uh, H4, like uh, Halloween 4 mask on Facebook. And for some reason, all of a sudden, House of Four Productions came up. And I saw Matt's work, and I was like, holy shit. You know, this is some great stuff. I, I need to get a hold of him. And I am glad that I got a hold of him. The rest is history. And this is my second version. This is my uh, Bucky version. Larger eye cuts. Hair, love it. No eye mesh. Uh, I went with the brown uh, fiber hair. Because I, I just during that scene, I liked, like I felt like it had that darker hair vibe to it. Even though it was still like a blonde, I believe a blonde Mr. Hair. But yeah, this is that one. I love them. Oh, thank you, Matt, again for both of these. Because I know you know, when it comes to H four masks, Matt's kind of the guy to go to because there's not a lot of people that do them really, and there's not a lot of people that do them well. And other than like AHG, who will do them once in a while, and now Bill Blake's got his uh, his fright mask retool that's out. But for the longest yes. time, still now, Matt, he's just the guy to go to, and he's. Just such a nice guy. You just like dealing with him, and then you see the rest of his collection, and you just want to buy it all. Exactly. That's <laughs> yep. I feel the same way, man. <laughs> and you, and, uh, do you actually know the story behind the screen used uh, H four mask? Oh, actually, I do not. <laughs> so, and we've talked about this. Uh, I talked about this with uh, Chris when I did the Halloween four mistakes with, on the Unleashed podcast with him. He. Uh, so the production designer, they had contacted Don Post and said, hey, we need some masks for the movie. We need some Kirks. So they sent them a box, and they, and they described, you know, we want them white with the brown hair and all that. Oh, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt, man. Uh, they sent like, five different masks, right? So what they did was they sent them, and again, stories kind of vary based on who you ask, but what the, the production designer claims is they sent a box of 10 or 12 standard unfinished masks so like the kind you see in the school scene that's pink with the blonde hair that looks like you know like an unfinished kirk yes so they sent them all those and they were like oh shit what do we do now so they're scrambling to uh you know fix the eyes spray them darken the hair that's why the paint's not so thick and featureless the hair's so slick back and dark and all that and the eye cuts vary from scene to scene and that also had to do with reshoots and such because they replaced michael you know about four weeks into the shoot um, okay. But yeah, that's one of the stories, and, and you know, it, it depends on who you ask. Because if you look in a couple different scenes, like uh, in the scene where he impales the sheriff's daughter with a shotgun, it's got more of that Kirk look. But then the scene, like with Brady, it's a little le- more featureless with the small rise. So you know, depends on who you ask. But that's the general story that's out there. Is that right. I've heard so many mixed stories. <laughs> So yeah, you could you could talk for a decade and a half about just the lore behind all this, all the hero masks. Mm-hmm. What you got? Yeah. Your next piece. Oh, uh, here is the warlock. Oh man. Now this one I didn't get straight, you know, from Terry. I got this. Oh shoot, on the mask. There we go. Yep. I got this uh, on the Mask Collectors page uh, through Ken Bentley, I believe his name is. Yeah. And I knew the wait time was going to be, you know, like five to six months. And I had, you know, a little, some money on the side. And as soon as that popped up, boom, I just said, you know, I have to have it. 
And, you know, and like Brandon and Chris talked about on another episode of the podcast, you know, the Warlock, yes. for the longest time, even if not still today, was the most popular mask of, of all time because it was just so different. And a lot of people disagree with this, but I think it's still one of the top five H2s because when I look at it, it, it reminds me of two scenes. One, the end scene where uh, Loomis says it's time, Michael, and he turns around and boom. And then yes. when he's coming down the staircase after Laurie, you see the like the shot from below looking up at him. To me, the Warlocks always captured those two scenes perfectly. Definitely. I, I agree with you, man. And speaking of H2s, I got uh, an H2 on order from Matt Reed, too, as well, from the Death oh, Prowler 75. Yeah. I, I'm waiting. Yep, I want the big. I've, I'm part of the big head club. I need a 25 inch, you know, mask. I need a big version, especially with this hair I got, you know, going on. <laughs> I um, I had seen when Matt first did the DP, and I fell in love with it instantly. Especially when he had the larger one, and it kind of reminded me of the closet scene. But when I saw an H2 one, I thought, oh my god, this is perfect! It makes a fantastic H2 to the point where I told him I got to get one from you because it's just great. I think. Because Matt, you know, does a lot of H1 and H4 work, he doesn't get a lot of credit for his H2, but it's stellar work. Exactly. Like, I see he got that uh, copy of that Silent Stalker 78, and he did that H2. And that, yeah, I I agree, man. His work, he puts out a great H2 finish, and I can't wait to get a copy of this H2 when that comes out, that DP75 H2. And I believe he said he was doing a Kirk, too. And I haven't seen... I've seen a couple of pictures, I believe, in the past. I mean, if I'm correct, I don't know. I'm still kind of you know, new to this. I just jumped in this back in March, I believe. Well, the original plan uh, was to offer it in Kirk H1 and H2 styles. And when I got the proto, what he had told me was he was giving three protos. Well, not giving it, but selling three protos. One H1, mm-hmm. one H2, and one Kirk. I got the H1. But from what I've seen, the, the reception to the H1 DP was so strong he just made them all H1 because nobody, everyone just wanted it H1 style. So I don't think he's actually done one Kirk style yet. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, uh, here we go. Next piece here. Uh, I got my Death Prowler here. Oh, my God. Such a good mask. Mine's sitting the, on the Hell, yeah, dude. I got the number three. I would. You got the proto, right? As you were just saying. That, oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> Matt has the large proto, so I got technically the second one he ever did. Yep, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, just, I loved everything about this mask. He does great so hair. His hair is fantastic. Yeah, that, I wish I can be better at styling the hair, because I feel oh, like, God. you know, for display, I just, I, oh, it, it's going to take some practice, I know that. <laughs> I, mean, I can't style hair for nothing, And but the thing about Matt is he uses a good hair that's good for styling, so, like, when I, I was talking to Rodney Parm about, you know, styling my H2 mask, and he told me, Sometimes it's just the fiber that's used, and Matt uses such a good quality fiber, it's easy to work with. Right, yep. And that's, uh, I remember, like, he asked me if I wanted to wait on my two H4s here for different hair fiber. I said, nope, well, everything is better, go with it. I trust Matt, like, everything he says, you know, he suggests this and that, I'll just go with it. And, that's, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> he definitely knows what he's doing. Another uh, H1 here. Uh, here we go. Next one is uh, by Rick. Uh, is it Ramby? R- Rick, yeah, Rick. Rick. Yeah, this the, is uh, H1 DIY, right? DIY, oh. DIY here. Yep, sorry for butchering that right there. 
Yep, this is the medium thick pole. He put this up on the mass marketplace there, and I just, oh, I saw it. It was a thick pole. It's a dirty, nasty version, and just, and the rest is history. And I actually, I'm hoping here some point to get a clean i want a clean version of that oh yeah for sure i, I usually get mine my, all my h1s clean but the diy is top five favorite sculpts for me just because it's so good and then when chris did the silent stalker uh, retool on it it's just such a great sculpt and, you know of course it's got direct lineage to you know like the uh the i think it's the the it's either the medley or the kirk is kirk i don't remember my, my uh lineage is a little little hazy but it's got pretty strong lineage to like the the original set of h1s okay yeah i mean I, i'm hazy too i don't know i just jumped in this hobby this year man it's a <laughs> there's so much you know in this hobby i still have to learn but everything i learned so far is pretty damn good uh, and i like it oh yeah and chris and brandon did a couple episodes on the lineage chart of all the different uh h1s and, and derivatives of that so anyone can check that out if they want to get really deep in their history yes yes i checked that out when they came out was that like a month or two ago yeah something like that it, it is uh like this it's both video and audio format they uh you can follow along with the actual picture table on chris's screen if you go on the youtube version mm -hmm. yep i watched that and still that <laughs> all the crap i've learned so far man it's pretty damn cool <laughs> Oh yeah, it's a lot to absorb at once. I'm, I think this year would make maybe eighteen months, going on maybe two years. As I know, uh, October twenty fourth is the anniversary of when I started my Facebook group. So I had been in maybe six months before that. Damn! Well, congrats, man. It's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm trying to hit. Uh, trying. We're almost at six hundred members, but I'm trying to get there by Halloween. Yeah, man, I'll, uh, I'll send some invites to my friends, man. <laughs> Try to get you there even closer. Uh, what's the next piece we got up on the ticket? All right. Uh, let's see here. We're going to... we got these three covered. We're going to jump into a Chris Morgan here, uh, the 7. Oh, man. Such a good age 20. This, I don't know. I, this, this is definitely one of my favorites out of my collection, so I don't... There's always been a place in my heart for the, you know, H20 mask, and for this to fit my head, too, like, it's great, and it's nice, I like the thickness of it, the hair, just the way it looks, and I'm glad, like, you know, Chris got this done for me. I really appreciate it. Big shout out to him, too. That's one of the great things about Chris's masks. Most of them are on the larger side, like 24, 25, 26, especially his, all his six masks. Which, for a guy like me who can fit into a Tots H40 easy, I've got like a 23, 23 and a half size head. Oh, yeah. And that's what the size of uh, Rick's uh, DIY there. Uh, I told him, you know, my I got a small head, but I just wanted it. And I'm going to, in the future there, I definitely want a 25 inch. <laughs> but no, that, that's seven. Definitely one of my favorites so far. Well, all these masks are great. I can't really pick a favorite, but I just love the look of that seven. Just has that oh freakier look. <laughs> and me and Brandon are going to do an episode here in the future about our bus, uh, our respective bucket lists of masks, and the uh, the WMP seven is definitely on my list. Nice.
What else you got? Oh, uh, here's the last piece. Oh, man. There you go. Oh, man. GPW6. God, man, that's... Oh, it looks so good. I got to say, of all the masks here, this one fits my fat head perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> the eye cuts everything. And I got to say, Chris, you did a hell... If you listen to this, man, you did a hell of a job. Great mask, brother. I fucking love it. Sorry if I swore on your show, man, but it's fucking great. <laughs> we swear all the time. It's what we do here. And trust me, Chris, uh, he, he, he screens all these episodes and edits them before they go up, so he's going to hear everything we're saying. All right, sweet. Fucking hell yeah, brother. <laughs> mask are great. Man, I actually, he, I got uh, When he told me he was doing that and he was going to take, uh, take the GPW, make an economy version... I was so fucking stoked because, you know, I love his work, but I, I just, I can't shell out $1,000 for a mask. You know, it's well-deserved screen mold, but yes. he's only so stoked. So that's also on my bucket list. I've got. Me too. Five masks I'm getting from him. And Holy, that's gonna wait, be, yeah. what? Shit. I, I got one more. On, well, right now I got a Silent Stalker 78 H1 on order with him. And then I got, uh. In the future, Rain Red nineteen. Yeah, that's uh, I, I'm. Trying I, to get... I, uh, I was watching actually the other night, uh, the Curse, and I was looking at that scene. I was like, God damn, I, I want, yeah, I can't wait to put that in order. That's definitely a must have in the future. There. Oh yeah, the Raining Red is uh, you know, it captures that reshoot look a lot, especially if you look at Paul Fitzgerald's copy. It just looks, oh my god, it's so good. So I'm mm-hmm. getting a red, a six, um, a seven, a motherfucker, and a silent stalker. Oh, nice! I love, I love the motherfucker. <laughs> I might have to get one of those. Resurrection. It, it's. I thought it was an okay movie, but I do. There, I still like that mask. That is oh, a, no. the. It's such an evil, menacing-looking mask, and I think Chris does the best uh, resurrection work in the game. Uh, the mm-hmm. motherfucker. A great mask. Oh yeah, I definitely might have to purchase one of those in the future too. <laughs> uh, like I said, me and Brandon are doing a bucket list episode. What else do you have on your list besides the Silent Stalker and the Raining Red that you're kind of you're kind of eyeballing in the future? Uh, for uh, different by somebody else too. Yeah. Uh, def- I'm looking for an H5. Like I know I got one on order with Matt. But if there's anyone else out there with an H5, I would love an H5. Yeah, um, there's not too many, at least in my opinion, too many great H5 sculpts in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just something that, I, I don't know, when I watch H5, again, it's menacing. It's like it's scowling at you. It looks angry. And I, a lot of them don't look quite angry enough to me. And, and, or in some instances, they look too angry, you know. Like they just, you know, ate a sour lemon or something. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, <laughs> sour lemon, dude. That's, that's awesome. No, no, the puckered yep. face. Yep, <laughs> I agree on that. But we <laughs> yeah, haven't seen too many H5s out there. But <laughs> I'm sorry, that was funny, man. But uh, def- uh shoot, another terms of mass. But yeah, like other man, uh. Other H4s out there, but at the moment, man, I got really nothing. 
Like, I'm feeling pretty good right now, but... Hmm. I don't know. See what the future brings to me, I guess. <laughs> You're looking to get an H40 anytime in the future? H4? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yes. Shit. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Sorry about that. Yes, I would love one. Definitely. One that can actually fit my head. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the tough part. Because Todd's, yep. you know, and I don't know what, what they do with their stuff is they really ought to make multiple sizes, but like the like the H40 super small, but then you got the H78 that's huge. You know? Yes. So, I actually. Oh, there's not a lot uh, of, of independent H40 sculpts. You know, you got the don't the don't post that's out there, which is pretty good. But you know, right, right. With the Tots one being, you know, screen mold, it's kind of hard to beat the sculpt without, you know, recasting it, you know, or something like that, because it's, I mean, it's a good sculpt. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and I like I ordered pre-ordered months ago. I actually got my Tots H1, H4, and the H40, and. The H1 fits right over my head. The H4 doesn't even fit at all. And the H4 will just barely go over my head. So, like, I mean, there's still, like, the H, uh, the Halloween 4 mask by Tots, I thought was not a bad job. I mean, I feel like every, a lot of other people agree, too. It wasn't that bad for a mass-produced mask, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. I looked at the four, and it, to me, I was like, "This kind of kind of looks like a similar shape to like the Nag H four. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I just I wish would... it would fit over my fat head. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the hair, man. I uh, know. I'm I'm surprised they actually made it through the summer. But uh, bring on the fall, man. I'll just I'm surprised. I and that's what I love about Christmas here uh, again. I can fit all this under there. Yeah, I'm about to cut all mine off. Yeah. <laughs> Too hot. I live in Georgia. It's fucking 97 degrees here. Fucking 70% humidity. Oh, man. We, I live here in Mohawk, New York, and the humidity just went away for a couple of days. We just had it for like three days in a row. And go on. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want that shit around here anymore. I'm ready for fall. I'm ready for the, the Halloween mood, the leaves to fall, and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, tomorrow's Friday the 13th, so that's going to... Yes. Oh, man, I'm so stoked for that. Yes, I am I wish I had taken the day off. I would start, you know, watching the movies early. <laughs> well, all right, uh, Matt, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, and I, I know you're a big supporter of the, of the show and the podcast. I appreciate you listening. Uh, any, any feedback that you might want to change about this in the future, any presentation uh, comments you have? No, man, I mean... Hell, I had a great experience. I love everything about podcasts, your show, Halloween Unleashed. You know, everything's great to me. And, yeah, I got no comments whatsoever. I just want to say I had a hell of a time, man. Freaking, I appreciate you inviting me on here. Oh, yeah, and man. I'm willing to come on and show all your cool pieces because you've got a lot, of, a lot of badass stuff. Thanks, man. You know, and so do you. You know, I like everything you post. I love your pumpkins there. Your hockey mask, you know. I def pretty soon here, man. I'm definitely gonna get uh, one of those off of you. Um, speaking of which, guys, if you want uh, anything I produce, I'm um, currently uh, I've recently re uh, released the Richmont Reaper, which is my H4 bandage head. Don't have one on hand to show off right now, but um, also my hockey mask. You can check out the Cutting Room Floor DC on Instagram, which is linked to the Facebook page. You can find me and Horror Forever as the one of the admins. Uh, we have pushing 600 members right now. Uh, check out the main Halloween-only show, which uh, is 
the banner in which the Cutting Room Tour operates underneath. Uh, support that podcast. Uh, go to tpublic.com forward slash chrism1229 uh, to get some of the awesome uh, merchandise. Uh, the Cutting Room Florida has some in the works right now. We're going to get some t-shirts out in the future. Uh, looking forward to having those designed and getting out there. Uh, official logos to come. And then, just like Matt said, finished up a six today. So if you guys need any masks, uh, just shoot me a message and I'll get them done for you. Hell yeah, man. And I just want to give a big shout out to the B-Man Gym uh, for the stands he's hooked me up with so far with getting me started with this collection. Oh yeah, Jim's great. He makes the best stands in the game. He, uh, me, him, and Matt have a project coming out for uh, his new uh, H4 that's going to be out in the works. So uh, look out for that to be uh, on the horizon coming up in the next month or two. Fuck yeah, dude. I can't wait for all that. <laughs> All right, Matt, well, I appreciate you coming on the show, and until next time, everybody, we're going to leave it here on the cutting room floor. You're listening to Halloween Unleashed. <laughs>